long-term care, what it means for you and your family's future. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about nursing homes and assisted living and other types of long-term care and how those can be really impactful to you and your family on Access Health Radio. And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. We'd like to take a moment to thank the companies that support Access Health Radio. Thanks to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower than even the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. That's M-A-R-L-E-Y-D-R-U-G.com. And we've got lots of information on our webpage. And if folks want more information about uh, your practice, Dr. Forrest, uh, they want to find out more about you or perhaps more information uh, about uh, today's topic or a uh, previous show, uh, tell them where they can find that, if you will. If they'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com or call 919 919- Three six three zero one nine zero. Again, that's nine one nine three six three zero one nine zero. If after the show they missed part of it, or they'd like for a friend to to hear part of the show, uh, they can listen to an on demand podcast at wptf.com, and we will provide links to that on our landing page at accesshealthradio.com. And you know, anytime listeners have a general non emergent medical question they'd like us to answer on the show, they can go to our website or they can uh, send an email directly to accesshealthradio at gmail.com and just include your contact information with that. Dr. Forrest, uh, each week we have a lot of information, and you really are a wealth of information for folks about health and health care. But this week, uh, the topic is something that a lot of folks really don't want to talk about, they don't want to think about, and that is the possibility of ending up in a nursing home or perhaps having to go to assisted living. But the reality is that this is something that's becoming important to an awful lot of people. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, long-term care is something that will probably affect most of our listeners. You know, whether they need it or whether they know a family member that does, it is just a modern reality with people living longer. And recently, this has affected several of my own family members, and I thought it would be important to provide, you know, some basic information and considerations for listeners on the subject today. So let's let's sort of define some terms as we get started here today. When we're talking about long-term care, what what actually are we talking about? Well, by long-term care, it's a term used to describe a variety of different services uh, which may help meet the medical and uh, non-medical needs of patients, uh, mostly who have chronic illnesses or disabilities and really cannot care for themselves for extended periods. Uh, it is common for long-term care to provide services such as, you know, helping out with daily tasks like uh, dressing or using the bathroom uh, or feeding. Uh, but increasingly, long-term care involves providing a level of medical care that requires the expertise of skilled health professionals to address, you know, multiple chronic conditions associated with older patients. So long-term care can be provided at home. Uh, it can also be provided, you know, uh, in the community, uh, in assisted living facilities, or what people refer to as nursing homes or skilled nursing facilities. Uh, long-term care may be needed by people of any age, although it is much more common uh, for those over the age of 65. 
Just how prevalent is the need for long-term care facilities today, like, as you mentioned, assisted living, nursing homes? Well, you know, life expectancy is going up these days in almost every country, and that means that people are living longer, and they're getting to be in that older age where they may need some type of care. And birth rates are falling. So globally, you know, you've got 70% of older people uh, living in lower middle income countries. Um, and some of those countries really don't have a great way to deal with this. Um, you know, in uh, the demographic shift has also been changed because of some social patterns, including smaller family size. Um, people living in different areas than they used to, sometimes, you know, uh, more suburban, sometimes uh, in more urban areas, uh, and then an increased uh, female labor force participation. Uh, these factors often contribute to an increased need for paid care. Uh, there's nobody a lot of times at home in smaller families uh, to look after, you know, elderly parents or grandparents. Um, and so there's a need there for, for paid care. And, you know, the U.S. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services have estimated that about 9 million American men and women over the age of 65 um, needed care uh, in one recent year. And it's anticipated that uh, most will be cared for at home by family and friends. Uh, and family and friends are actually, this is surprising, the sole caregivers for 70% of the elderly. That is amazing. So it is uh, to say it's prevalent is uh, it may be something of an understatement, and it may be that even uh, at some point you and I are going to have to That's actually right. have the need for this. That's right. So when we come back, as always, uh, we will be having our Access Health Tip of the Week and lots more great information straight ahead. This is Access Health Radio. Long-term health care. That is our topic today on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. AccessHealthRadio.com is our website. And, Dr. Forrest, it's time for our Access Health Tip of the Week. If you are considering uh, long-term care insurance, talk to a professional financial advisor about if this is right for you or your family. However, also make sure that any commissions that are paid to that advisor are fully disclosed and make sure to see if they have a fiduciary responsibility to advise you regardless of that commission. Uh, most long-term care insurance policies are rather expensive, and given the waiting periods before they kick in, uh, they are not right for everyone. Um, they're mostly going to be beneficial for people that want to protect their wealth for inheritance purposes rather than depleting their financial resources prior to becoming Medicaid eligible. So uh, if you are considering long-term care insurance, make sure you get some professional advice and make sure that professional advice is uh, you know, on your behalf and not not uh, necessarily all commission-based. Well, that's good advice. I hadn't thought of it like that. So, Dr. Forrest, what's the likelihood today that someone might actually need long-term care services? Well, a, re a study by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services says that four out of every 10 people who reach age 65 are going to enter a nursing home at some point in their lives. So that's 40%. Uh, this means that almost everyone's family will be affected. And often the process of entering long-term care is more stressful on the family members than it is on the patient. 
you know, there's the challenge of finding a good facility that you can trust your loved ones with, and that's no small task. The paperwork, the doctor's orders, and the financial planning that go along with long-term care placement is extraordinary. So this, you know, accompanied by the loss of independence for that patient can really be a challenge both for the patient and also for the family of the patient. You know, Dr. Forrest, uh, this is something that affected my family a few years ago when my uncle had to go into uh, long-term care. And you're absolutely right. You've already alluded to the uh, the fact that it is not inexpensive. Can you sort of go into some of the details of the financial burden of long-term care? Well, in 2012, Americans spent $220 billion on long-term care services for the elderly. In 2012, the average cost of nursing home care in the United States was $81,000 for a semi-private room. And the average cost for an assisted living room was $42,600. So, uh, you know, it's not cheap. And even if you do care, long-term care in the home, home health aides, you know, a few years ago were averaging about $12 per hour. And what they call homemaker services, which is basically where someone can essentially do everything that you need uh, in terms of cooking and cleaning and everything uh, and be on site, runs about $20 an hour. So, uh, you know, the average cost for a nursing home for just one year is going to be more than the typical family has saved for all of their retirement in a 401k or an IRA. So in one year, it could completely wipe that out. And, you know, in 2008, uh, they looked at, you know, Medicaid and Medicare, and it did account for approximately 71% of that spending in the United States. But out-of-pocket spending was 19% of that. And private long-term care insurance only paid for about 7%. Um, so, you know, moreover, uh, about 70% of all nursing home residents used Medicaid as their primary source of payment. But that's not entirely simple because, as you know, Medicaid is something you have to qualify for. And most people at retirement age won't necessarily qualify for Medicaid. And so uh, it gets complicated as people have to deplete their own assets and resources. Uh, there are waiting periods. You know, you can't simply just uh, tell a relative that they all of a sudden own your bank account and your house. Uh, there are waiting periods for those transfers of assets that are years uh, in most states. Uh, and so it is really a complicated issue and, and takes some, some planning. Dr. Forrest, are there some places that listeners can go to find out more information about long-term care planning or facilities? Because obviously this is a topic that we're really not going to be able to cover in our half hour here today. There's just so much information. Where can uh, folks uh, go to uh, dive into this a little more deeper? Right. That's that's right. There's no way to cover this in uh, one show. But, you know, all of the nursing homes that participate in Medicare and Medicaid uh, have inspections um, by a team normally once a year and they check the home and they check out you know the kind of care that's being provided and they provide a survey report and you have a right to review that report it must be posted uh, in the nursing home uh, so if you speak to a nursing home administrator, uh, you can also find out about any problems that appear on that report and ask them if those problems have been corrected. Uh, a second thing you can do is you can uh, call your state uh, local long-term care uh, ombudsman, and those are people that visit nursing homes on a regular basis, 
and know uh, about the ones in their area. And you can ask them about the latest survey report and about any recent complaints that have been filed. Um, you know, you also, there's some things that you want to look for and ask at nursing homes. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Uh, I'm going to throw this one website out there and I'll put a link to this on our website, obviously. Uh, but it's, um, a place where you can actually compare the inspection records of your top choices for long-term care by visiting the nursing home compare feature. And that's at, uh, www.medicare.gov slash NHC. O-M-P-A-R-E, so it's N-H-Compare, forward slash home dot A-S-P. And this is a place where, you know, if you, if you narrow it down to three or four facilities and then you want to sort of compare those, uh, you can do that. And then also some nursing homes have been accredited by a national group uh, such as the Joint Commission uh, on Accreditation of Healthcare. Uh, we call that sometimes JCAHO. Uh, their phone number is 630-792-5800. And it may be helpful to find out if the home participates in that voluntary process. And if they do, find out what the accreditation results are. Um, so another thing to consider is location. Location is very important. Um, you know, is this facility going to be close enough so that family and friends can visit? Um, you know, it needs to be close enough that the personal physician can visit. You know, uh, on the rare occasion that I've had patients in long-term care facilities, uh, I have, you know, gone out and done, you know, basically house calls at those facilities. So it's got to be close enough. Uh, that that's going to be able to happen. And I actually remember uh, one patient and, uh, you know, she'd been placed uh, somewhere that was about an hour from our office. Uh, so we always realized it was going to be a two hour round trip, you know, every time we went. But, uh, you know, it's important that location wise, you're going to be close to people that can support the person in the facility. Um, and there's usually always one person in a family that sort of is the, the regular burden taker for that person and who assists with everything and sort of keeps the rest of the family up to date. And so having a location that's near that is very important. Um, I also think you should some things you should do is go and visit these facilities. And don't just do it one time at 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, I think I'd try different times of day, try to go at meal times, see how the people there are, you know, enjoying their day, enjoying their meals. Uh, do they have people available for people that have difficulty eating on their own? Um, you know, is there a way you can ask if you can eat a meal at the facility and actually see what the food's like? Um, and then this is maybe obvious, but I always ask, does it pass the smell test? Um, y these facilities can often be, you know, have a lot of odor. Uh, there's incontinence issues and that type thing. And if you've got a really well-maintained facility, there's not going to be an excuse to have, you know, lingering odors and to have, you know, dirty facilities. So um, do people, you know, at the place seem well-groomed and dressed? Uh, are they dressed appropriately for the season? Um, are they, do, do people at the facility seem involved? Are they engaged with the staff? Is the staff friendly and respectful to the patients? Um, I think it's always a good idea to talk to, to some staff and some residents that you don't know and even families of the, some of those residents and find out what they think. Um, and you know, if a place has physical therapy or rehab facilities on site, which, which they should in most cases, uh, is the, home or facility, uh, you know, familiar with that. Um, and another problem that is actually one of the biggest, uh, you know, causes for death in nursing homes is uh, what we call aspiration. And so it's important that somebody at the facility, uh, you know, has some expertise and some skill with things like swallowing and eating difficulties. 
So uh, those are some considerations. I think it's also important, you know, to consider, especially uh, in most cases, the residents uh, have a lot of medical problems. You know, is there a nearby hospital facility that you're satisfied with or that you think can provide adequate care? Uh, is that nearby? Uh, that can be really important, you know, when uh, when things are not going well. Uh, so those are some general considerations. And, again, we'll put uh, links to some of those resources uh, on the website because I know it's hard to, to write those down as quick as we talk about them on the radio. So they'll be at accesshealthradio.com. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. After the break, we're going to discuss key points from today about long-term care. And our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week is straight ahead. This is Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with Dr. Brian Forrest, board-certified family physician. We're talking about long-term care today, and it's something that's going to affect all of us at one time or another, whether as a patient or as a caregiver. Time now for our Access Health Trivia of the Week. So the U.S. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services estimates that for American men and women over the age of 65, that 27 million people will need long-term care services by the year 2050. And that's a lot of people. That's roughly three times more than uh, need those services now. But uh, it's going to be doing nothing but growing uh, for the next uh, you know, 20 or 30 years. That's absolutely right. The uh, population is aging even as we speak. Dr. Forrest, what are some points that you would like folks to take home from today's topic? Well, whether or not it affects you now, it is likely to affect you or a family member that will need long-term care services like skilled nursing or assisted living at some point during their lives. And, you know, long-term care can be very expensive. It can absolutely deplete retirement accounts and savings quickly. Uh, even in those with Medicare, since prolonged care, a lot of people don't realize this, is not covered by Medicare. It's important to remember that placement can be very stressful, not only on the patient, but also on the caregivers, families, and friends who uh, need support uh, during this time. And, uh, you know, long-term care insurance might be a good option for some people that want to protect their retirement accounts or savings from depletion, but get good advice from a trusted professional since uh, these types of insurance are not good investments for everyone. And do what you can to keep you and your loved ones as healthy and independent as long as possible. You know, I think the best solution for long-term care is not to need long-term care. So, you know, controlling chronic conditions like blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugar are actually the best ways to stay out of needing long-term care. Almost half the dementias, uh, which are like Alzheimer's disease, are actually caused by problems with blood pressure and cholesterol leading to many strokes. So exercise, healthy diet, and controlling those three conditions are ways you can actually you know, prevent ending up uh, in a long-term care situation. Our scripture for this week is from John four thirteen through 14. Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Till then, God bless your health.